A happy birthday to you. It's my motherfucking B-Day, baby. Motherfuckers better better pay attention to me today. Um, I never know what to say to somebody on their birthday. It's always, hey, thinking about you. I hope it's a great day. Gonna party? Because let's be honest, none of us give a single fuck about our birthdays. It's annoying that we have to celebrate other people's birthdays. After you turn 21, nobody even wants to, to have their birthday because you're probably going to work that day. And it's almost, it feels like working on a holiday. You should get your birthday off. Fuck this. I got to go to work in a little bit. Um, yep, it's episode 66. We're going to have a good one. Second half of the episode today is going to be a 30-minute little segment I did with Cousin RJ, everybody's favorite. Um, we didn't have to cut anything out of this one. Sometimes with RJ, you know, if we get him on a Sunday or something, we have to go, whoa, whoa, hey, pal. Hey, why don't you just uh, save that for the porch and PA, huh? Um, yeah, gonna get some awkward birthday presents today. It's always awkward because I can't, for the fucking life of me, remember somebody else's birthday. And when you get somebody a belated gift, it seems like you're getting them one as an apology. Like just last minute, hey, here's this thing from CVS. That's kind of hack. Has anyone actually ever picked up a gift last minute at CVS? I just remembered I did that. Um, I spent the whole week not packing and getting drunk. And I like had money at the time too. This was a year and a half ago. Uh, I was going back to Pennsylvania for RJ's wedding. And I actually bought his kids um, a, one of those wind up cars and an Arizona t-shirt. Now they're four and six. So to them, that's like, that's the shit. Also got a matching t-shirt. You know what? I take it back. I am I am a good gift giver. Just kind of stoned all the time. So I can't remember things like dates. That brings me to another thing. I'm going to try and stop smoking weed. Whoa, whoa. Everybody relax. We didn't mean, uh, we didn't mean fucking, as my computer goes crazy here. We didn't mean uh, we're going to stop smoking THC. I got, I got the pen right here. I'm going to fucking hit it right now on you guys. Mm. Oh, it's stuck. Hold on. Mm. Mm. There's some really hot ASMR for you. Just a little treat. Hey, it's my birthday and I'm giving you gifts. How about that one? Um, yeah, you heard that right. Going to stop trying to smoke flour because it's just so much easier. I almost feel like I have a governor on the uh, actual pen here. It's almost like, you know, a Lamborghini can go 300 miles an hour, but it won't. It's not going to let you do that. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Could be completely inaccurate what I just said. But the point is, I, uh, I'm i just getting to the point where I'm always tired. It's impossible to get out of bed. And weed doesn't hurt my throat anymore. I used to, my friends always used to give me shit because I would just start coughing like I was dying. Like I just hit a dab anytime I would take a one hit of weed. That went away. I'm pretty sure my lungs just gave up. They're like, he's, he's not going to stop. Just just bring it in. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. My lungs turn into TSA. They're like, you don't have to take your shoes off. Go. Let's go. Um, but that's going okay so far. I did smoke three joints the other day. And I realized, I was like, I don't even, as long as I can just not get sick from not having, uh, you know, THC in my body, because that does happen. Once I get to 12 hours, I start feeling like I was uh, scratched by a zombie. You know, like a zombie movie, somebody will not get bitten. They'll just get, they'll get a light scratch. And they'll be like, it's fine. I don't even feel sick. It's, it's fine. And then the next uh, 12 hours, they just slowly start turning white and their eyes go yellow. That's me at 12 hours of no pot. So I don't think I have the, uh, you know, I can't just quit. I would have to be dropped off on an island with a bunch of water and um, nicotine. Speaking of which, I finally figured out how to quit vaping. Pay attention here. Uh, seriously, listen up if you're trying to quit vaping or, or smoking cigarettes or cigars, whatever you do. I got very addicted to nicotine this past year uh, just from stress. I'll blame it on stress. It's actually that I just have an ex I'm an addict and I have an extremely addictive personality. Anything I like, I instantly, I can't stop doing it. Um, so I was smoking black and milds, which are probably worse than fucking cigarettes, let's be honest. Uh, that, and then I got into vaping. When I worked at Macy's, there's a bunch of people who vaped there. 
I know, shocker, right? Um, and from that, I just really used it as it's an adult pacifier. Can't remember if I've made this point already, but it truly is just being able to pull the binky out of your pocket anytime that you're upset. Um, if you got something you fucked up at work or if you, you know, I don't fucking, you're thinking about having an abortion, you rip the vape, you know, it just, it helps. Um, that's, that's the only bullshit part of the, those truth orange commercials. You ever seen those? Maybe they're called something different now, but when I was growing up, they would actually have uh, like two teenage black girls rapping about the dangers of vaping. And instantly it didn't take much. I was a teenager at the time. I go, oh, this is made by the smoking companies, right? This is made so that I, the younger person seeing this, not watching the fucking Disney channel. I'm not sure why they have this as a YouTube commercial. Like they, they would just put on an ad of somebody being like, vaping is bad. It doesn't help with stress. Everything you do is, is better. Just flex. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to put it into words. That's how bad these fucking ads were. And they were clearly made by Marlboro uh, or Juul or whoever the fuck makes actual nicotine. What is, what is Big Nick? <laughs> you guys remember Big Nick from Vine? He was that four foot tall kid. I bet you he got insane amounts of pussy. Honestly, I bet you he was the first four foot tall person since uh, since Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones to just get nonstop pussy um, because that dude was so famous just for being a short person. I don't think he was probably legally a midget. Remember that Dante Smith fine he made making fun of him and Big Nick actually said it offended him. He, he walks up, he goes, oh, what the fuck is that thing? And then he gets on his knees and he shuffles forward. Oh, Big Nick. And he spits on him. I guarantee I, there might be zero people who just heard that and know what I'm talking about. But what is, you got Big Pharma, uh, uh, Big Sugar. What's Big Nick? It's probably whoever owns Jewel. The fact that they were able to keep that legal, that's right up there with Oxycontin probably. Just because of the fact that, yes, you're not getting something, somebody addicted to something that can right away kill them. But just, I mean, eventually you're going to be dependent on that shit forever. Um, if you start that early and you also have trouble quitting stuff, they should have... Jewel should have been sued the same way the Oxycontin guys should have been sued, but they took a small amount of money from them and said, ah, keep doing your thing. Uh, it's all good. Uh, oh yeah. Oxycontin people who caused a opioid crisis in this country. And now people are, um, addicted to fentanyl. And every time you go to a gas station, the person outside has a shirt that was at one point light blue and now is brown and orange from the dirt from sleeping outside asking you for something called blues. Yeah, I know you guys did that, but um, just just go ahead and sell this other drug that will help people get off of it. Well, that's the idea, but actually it's going to get you further into opioids because you'll always still have the itch uh, for the real thing while weaning off of this. And God knows you can get it in this country. Um yeah, what else, what else, what I was talking about was Big Nick. And I figured out a way to stop. Uh, I haven't vaped in, I think, four days at this point. This is not an ad. We don't have any sponsorships on this show this year. This is That's something I want. But Zipix, they're nicotine toothpicks. I'll just say, fuck it, honestly, any nicotine toothpick will probably work. The oral fixation thing, I know, I'll give you a second. <laughs> Yay! Uh, the oral fixation thing, that's real. I tried the mints and I've never tried the patches, but I've also heard those suck. They're either overwhelming or they fall off or you don't feel them at all if you're a fiend like most of us. Uh, like, like, like if you grew up in a generation where they gave you a vapor that tasted like cherries and so you could look like you were smoking while also getting a buzz, you're probably dependent on uh, for life on this shit. So they have these like two milligram, three milligram toothpicks, and I'm pretty sure they just soak it in some sort of weird chemical. I don't know how you make pure nicotine. Is that a, is that a real 
there's got to be something wrong with them. I pretty much just ruined any chance mm-hmm. I had of getting a sponsorship with them. Not that I think that they would pay me for this, uh, but I do think that they might send me some free shit, which would be nice. It's only 35 bucks, by the way. You get like 180 of them, and they last as long as a cigarette. You get as buzzed as you would off of a cigarette. There is something to, uh, like, if you don't smoke weed and you love the act of smoking, maybe you don't even know that you do. A lot of people don't know that there's that hand-to-mouth thing. Um, but uh, it's kind of hard to podcast with one in. I feel like you can definitely hear. Can you? It dries out your mouth for sure. It feels like you're putting a piece of cardboard on a wet hand. Like, you just, all of a sudden, it's crispy. Um, but it does work. I've gotten nicotine poisoning off of these things. That's how that's how we should test drugs from now on. If I can actually get fucked up off of them, wouldn't that be an amazing job? RJ and I later on in this ep- in the thing I'll put at the end of the episode, we did like a thirty minute quick segment before I had to go to work the other day, and uh, we were talking about mushrooms potentially being legalized in Arizona. They're going to start doing research for it uh, coming up here in the next year. And that would be an amazing job for me. I like my job a lot right now. I get to write and play video games on my phone and listen to podcasts and smoke and kind of do whatever I want while I'm there because it's a fake job. Let's be honest, it's a fake job. Okay, I, I, all I have to do is scan a little code thing on the elevator um, or the bathrooms. I think it's 20 times. Okay, you definitely can hear the toothpick in my mouth. 20 times per shift. I'm there for eight fucking hours. And in the meantime, you just uh, you just tell drunk people that you're going to call the police. There was a guy last night who full-on shoved his hands down a woman's pants. It was consensual, so honestly respectable a little bit. But he, he full-on was fingering a woman in front of uh, Seasons 52. It's a very prestigious uh, restaurant. Okay. You don't do that in front of seasons 52. You save that for a Zen burger, a few doors down. Um, and basically the woman was yelling at us at me and the other security guard that she was okay to drive. And at one point she got so mad that she got back out of the car cause we were parked right behind her and there was a car in front of her. So she couldn't move. I was, I was scared. She was going to back straight up into us. I was halfway off the golf cart. I mean, talk about, you might as well give us the bikes. You ever seen a cop on a bike before and you just go, oh, no, this guy doesn't have a gun? They they might. I feel like it would be hard to pedal with one. Um, but you instantly lose respect for them just because they make them wear the dorkiest helmets, the tightest little shorts. It looks like a joke. It looks like the beginning of 22 Jump Street where they're uh, biking through and they, they find those gangsters smoking weed. And make no mistake, I'm not getting in somebody's shit about smoking weed, but as as somebody a uh, who doesn't have a fucking car right now because I'm still paying off fines from a DUI six years ago at this point, I, I, I would tell you, I would discourage you, I would even get in the way of your vehicle to keep you from drinking and driving. And it's not even about, you know, fuck that lady. She was a cunt to us, but you could easily kill somebody. Uh, it wasn't one of those things where she's just buzzed and we were being dickheads. At one point she got out of the car to come yell at us, takes one step and somehow just angles herself right into the other door. Like she got out of the driver's seat and her door was open. Uh, the back passenger seat was open on the same side of the driver door. She gets out, swings herself around too much momentum, goes into the back seat. And at that point, uh, the Armenian guy she was with, it was a, gross white 35 year old like she looked like she taught computer typing in 2006 at eastview elementary i think i had a teacher that was like her that was a a real bitch hey hey let me explain one thing to you you don't you don't need to have posture while typing i'm here for eight hours you know school elementary school is probably like six hours against your will but against my will i don't want to have to play this dumbass game it was called like time typers and the theme was you're traveling back in time in the DeLorean. Hey, born in 1998 and I'm a second grader at this time. I don't know what the fucking DeLorean is. Michael J. Fox already had Parkinson's at this point. Um, wow, tangent, huh? Uh, she was. Her name was Mrs. Hansen, and this lady looks like Mrs. Hansen, and she would get mad at us if we were slouching while typing. 
Good Lord. I mean, talk about that's the lady that never gets fucked. Your computer lady, if you're a high school listening to this, I don't, I don't know if we have any, but if you're uh, still in school, the person who teaches you how to type and, and gets concerned about the way you type, never getting dick. And I've never had a male uh, typing teacher before. So maybe, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a lesbian lady. I don't feel like lesbians have trouble, uh, mash and gash. I think she was definitely straight and just never getting dick. And so she would, she actually would smack you on the shoulder, which today would be considered assault. Um, yeah, that lady was, was a fucking nut. I was going to say, you look so dorky in the golf cart. They make us wear these bright yellow uniforms, too. I When I first got there, they're black, and you could wear all black with a black cap. And um, that way, when you put on your utility belt, it kind of looked like you might have a gun. Now you can just see where every fat blob point on my body, where it just like kind of puffs out in my stomach area and then goes in around my biceps and chest. And it's bright yellow, and you can see that I have no gun. So they made that switch right when I got there, because that's life, I guess. Um, fuck, I don't remember how we got on to any of that at all. Uh, we are talking about quitting nicotine, and it went into my talk about my job. Uh, yeah, basically, get yourself off the fucking vapes, because we're going to find out something real bad. I was listening to Come Town, great podcast. Uh, Nick Mullen was saying, or, no, it was uh, Adam Friedland was saying he got, he has a friend whose sister got like, uh, what's the one with a T? There's a cancer one that has like something to do with your lungs and it's with a T. Could be completely wrong. Anyway, she got some sort of cancer and the doctor said it was directly from vaping. And right when I heard that, I was like, it's been, I've been doing this too long at this point. So um, get yourself some nicotine toothpicks and probably get stomach cancer. There goes that ad. Uh, hey, Zipix, if you if you uh, respond to my email that I'm going to send desperately asking you to send me more nicotine for free, um, just understand I will delete this episode if you don't like me saying that your, your product sounds too good to be true and that it's um, probably destroying my stomach lining. Also, you're getting us so much nicotine, which is better. Let's be honest. This is America, okay? Uh, you gotta, you gotta. The one thing that matters more than your kids and your life and happiness, your job. You're making money, so you can't be stressed out all the time. You gotta have something you can pull out and just nom nom nom. And everybody's a pussy, so they won't drink or smoke weed at their jobs. Um, isn't it? That's another thing. Is uh, it's helping. Having access to nicotine helps me smoke weed less, which I think I need. I'm just getting to the point where I used to smoke two grams a day and and not feel anything really. But then I, at that point, I was living in Minnesota where people are putting pesticides on that shit. And you never, it's a total gamble to see what you're going to get. Out here, you're buying something that has been scientifically proven in a lab, you know, grown by some guy who had a 4.2 at Harvard. Uh, they're making plants fuck. Okay. Argument over. It's not some guy growing it, um, in his, in the backwoods of his grandfather's property. It's not some guy or some gal or some, they growing their shit in their basement in Iowa. Okay. This is coming from the plant fuck factory and that's beautiful, but it's also a little bit too much. And I think that as I'm getting closer to 30, one of my friends said something that made me feel horrible and sad the other day. She said, um, we are as close to 20 as we are to 30 now. And I just went, oh, I'm going to kill myself. So I'll see you later. Oh, I'm going to go take my own life. Imagine me at 30. This is going to get so sad at 30. This is the last year of it being cute where I can be like, oh, I don't have a car, but I have a podcast. Yeah, I only have a few hundred left to pay on the fine to get my license back. But I just bought some merch. Uh, yeah, just by the way, we got to bring that up at some point. Um, but the point is got to get my shit together this year. I got to, I got to do stand up this year. I've been putting it off for, um, I don't know, seven years at this point because I've been a pussy and there's no way to get around that. If there is, you know me, I will manipulate my way through a conversation to lie about pretty much anything. 
but I don't like to lie to myself because I'm the most important person to me. So it's, it's good that, um, I can have these insane person therapy talks with myself to my wall and, uh, just remind myself, Hey, you got to do what you want to do, or you're going to be walking around in a yellow uniform, potentially fighting people with HIV in their fingertips, uh, for a long time. And you might go, Hey, Joe, you can only get that through, uh, through blood, but these people are on PCP and they're biting through the tips of their fingers. So, I mean, God forbid I have a cut somewhere. The last fight I got in, my wrist got infected because this man dug his fingernails into my wrist. I still have the mark from it. Pretty sure I had a staph infection, considering this was three months, four months ago, and there's still a purple mark there. Um, what a life. That's what I'm saying. It's like you, 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 people don't say these things. These are not normal things that happen to people. So that's my goal this year is to somehow make the podcast work and make stand-up work, cut to the point where I am 26 and still doing the show, and then I look back and realize, oh, now I'm closer to 30, and nothing happened this year. Maybe that's another thing I got to work on. Maybe stop being as negative. This is so gay. I'm sorry that you guys are listening to my motivational Instagram post uh, here. Speaking of which, don't have Instagram. Don't think I'm going to get back on there. Uh, Check out... Check us out at Joey the Viking on Twitter. Now, relax, all right? There's only a few followers, but I just made it, and I have not been uh, actively tweeting stuff. So we're going to get on that this weekend, get that going. Uh, Saving up my money for a camera right now. I ripped off the Band-Aid and invested the first money that I've really put into the podcast since, I don't know, I bought the laptop and microphone. We do have merch coming out now. That's right. Get excited. Uh, the first pre-order has already gone through. So if you already got one of those, thank you. Uh, hopefully people who did buy them will put them on social media and shit. So other people that know me or know the podcast can see it and buy some, uh, going to sell them for $30 a pop. That's a good deal. All right. That's a good deal. That includes shipping. So, um, that's kind of stupid. It might not work and I might lose money off of this, but that's, You got to spend money to make money, baby. Come on. I don't know. I feel like I just did a little bit of a Regis voice right there, and he never said that. So it's another thing this year, work on the impressions, right? Um, I'm hoping it works out, dude, because I'm going to be real sad if it doesn't. If the rest of my life is just walking around a dying mall and... uh, you know, every 10 and a half minutes, an Asian tourist asks me to take a picture of them. That's fine, but I'm also not going to be happy. I have a sickness in my brain still. It's still happening, and I just feel like one of the reasons I got to quit smoking so much weed is because I'm always so tired. I'm just like, fuck, dude. I mean, I could spend my day off writing and looking at open mics this week, but I am already in the playoffs and Retro Bowl, and I kind of want to get high. So I've been hitting this uh, vape pen, smoked weed the other day, and I just figured uh, I might have got past like the overwhelming sickness and not even noticed it because of the nicotine withdrawals. It took a long time for the Zipix to get here. I will say that. Expedite that shit. You're saving lives, Zipix. I love how I'm going back and forth between like throwing backhanded compliments and having complaints about it, but still want to get a, a sponsorship from them. Anyway, hopefully that'll help. Hopefully I won't be constantly zombie mode uh, to start off the day because it is affecting me. Tim Dillon was saying, I I saw a clip. I don't know if this was from a recent episode or from a while ago. He he made a good joke. He was saying, you can't be smoking weed as an adult. Like when you're 16, that is the perfect age to smoke weed because you have so much more energy. You don't have a job. Uh, You know, you you're spending your parents' allowance versus shit that you have worked for. God damn. Every time I think about how much money I've spent on weed, it makes me want to kill myself. Um, you add in the vapes and the beers and the Chipotle, and you're just like, dude, I probably could have like $100,000 right now if I would just relax a little bit on doing dumb shit. So again, again, more positive though, more positive, uh, still very handsome, still have all my hair, even though it's slowly going away, um, probably will hit me by 30. 
I can't do it. I can't be positive. I just tried right there. I legitimately just tried right there and it was too hard. Cause you know what it is? You know what it is? You ever met somebody who is kind of a loser and they can't, they're only complimenting themselves. Like I had a guy the other day, uh, actually show me his bank account and brag about it. He got like, it was a thousand dollars. Like it was slightly over a thousand dollars. And he goes, check this shit out, man. And I'm looking at it. I'm going, Oh, nice. Because it does. Hey, if you have a thousand dollars, awesome. You know, good, good for you. But then after that, he showed me he had $77 on his cash app. And I was like, so you're so excited about less than $1,100 that you feel the need to show other people. You know what I mean? I would rather have that guy be like, uh, you know, fucking, and then I got 77 in my cash app, you know, after making a joke about, uh, being broke. Cause that's what I do. And I'm better than everyone. I sometimes, that's another criticism. That's another thing I want to work on, uh, is, is the narcissism, the self-loathing narcissist. And I kind of like that about me because it makes me original. Everyone else is boring as shit. Um, but I just, I'm, maybe I can't help it. Maybe I want to take away the self-loathing part and just be a narcissist. And that's how I'll make money, dude. There we go. Just figured it out. I love you guys. You helped me figure these things out. Um, yeah, winding down to the last five minutes of the first epi- uh, half of the episode here. Got a fun one with cousin RJ for you. God, he's getting fucking old, dude. He's going to be 29 in May. Yikes. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> no, we have very young genes. I'm very lucky for that. My parents, uh, neither of them are fat. Both of them still have all their hair. And uh, they still look pretty young. My dad is starting to get like the wrinkles by his eyes type thing. I think I'm getting that too. But mine's mine's not age related. Mine's drinking related. Uh, so I at least there's that. You know, you do see some people who look 30 when they're 22. And you go, oh, geez. Geez, this person doesn't even, this person has two alcoholic drinks a week. And they look like they booze at work. That's not fair. Um, But I'm also not worried. Like I have a friend who is going to be, she's going to be doing like bioengineering. And she's like, you just go fucking drink. They'll make you a new liver. Um, And when we're taken over by uh, China, they'll probably have free healthcare. I imagine they will. That'll be their thing. They're like, look, you're not going to have to work 60 hours a week so that your son can have Adderall and focus in school at age eight. Uh, We'll just give it to you. And you can also uh, have sick days and things like that. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, What comes with that is probably, you know, if you do look like a gross old fuck already, you'll probably get some age regeneration at that point. I've been watching a lot about the future. And if AI allows us to live, uh, we're probably going to be young as fuck. They're probably going to figure out some ways because if you look at um, women from the, I'll go all the way up until 1990. I'll say there was an era where women looked the same from about 1965 up until 1988 ish. And if you just compare those chicks to chicks now, I mean, a chick in her forties back then had like lunch lady hair and the bra technology was not working as well. So they were just gross. Ladies in their 40s now, I mean, I, I would say I do live in Arizona. So keep in mind, that's a big difference from if you're living, listening to this in the Midwest and you're not in Lakeville, which is just full of trophy wives. I do miss that part. But if you're just living in the Midwest, listening to this, or I, I don't know, like Idaho, um, the, the women are just kind of, you know, they look like potatoes. Hack joke, but still funny and true. Um, and by the time we are old, they will be able to make us hot little 25-year-olds again when we're 90. So be excited for that. Yes, we're getting close to 30. But yes, uh, we do live in a future where you'll get to look young or you know, made into a sex slave by an AI robot. Either one might be better than going to work for 50 hours a week. 
Uh, thank you for all the birthday wishes. I appreciate that, you guys. Have a good fucking day. We'll see you next week, man. Episode 66. 66666. Six, 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 six. Back in the city. What was that one Drake song where he did that? I that was the only time I've heard Drake and gotten goosebumps. Um, not sure why he's thought of as one of the hardest rappers ever, but that that five seconds where he goes, six, 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 because he's talking about Toronto or whatever gay Canadian city he's from. It's pretty awesome. Uh, we've got a classic one here for you. It's just going to be a quick 30-minute episode. we got things to do. It's Saturday. There's football on. i got to go uh, lie down on the ground at my job. So it's going to be a short one, but we do have everybody's favorite cousin slash guest. RJ Stanley is on the show. How you doing, RJ? Um, well, man, I'm doing good. You know, I'm standing with Kanye. Fuck the Jews. Hey, hey, that's uh, and that's yeah, you're right. As American, you, you told me earlier in the week, you think that um, Kyrie Irving is actually better than LeBron and Jordan combined based on his anti-Semitism. And that's just where you stand. I think it's important, you know. I'm not going to be racist towards black people. I'm going to be racist towards the, the Jews, so to speak. People, this is called growth, all right? What you're seeing is, is a man truly... Uh, growing as a person here so the uh, i guess going along with that you're about to have another um you know perfect aryan baby if you don't already know rj has two blonde hair blue eyes little boys and um he's about to have a baby girl so obviously congratulations on that uh tell me about what's going through your life as uh, you know for most of the people who listen to this they're just alcoholics with no children um, and they probably won't ever have to go through what you're going through right now. Take me through the stress levels, first of all. Uh, I, I, I'm so you. So you. Hey, uh, uh, just... we, sorry, sorry. One sec. We're, we. Hey, RJ, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck just happened. My, I got a phone call and it crashed my internet, I guess. I, sorry about that. I'll just cut that little awkward sec segment out. But uh, you were talking about the stress of having a third child on the way. Uh, no, there's like I said, it's not really stressful. I mean, I'm just used to the mental beatdown now, dude. It's just, you know, you just got to run through it. Lots of mirror right. light. You know, and uh, a couple shots of fireball here and there, dude, and just beat your kids, man. You know, that's a, that's it's a, you know, that's that's one way to do it. The fireball is the only concerning part of that for me. Are Because if anyone doesn't know, I'm fairly certain RJ is allergic to brown liquor. Have you been have you been consuming that little demon fireball lately? Uh, just like a shot here and there. I'm actually, I got it under control, dude. I haven't gotten drunk off liquor in like years. I don't do it anymore. I know my limits. I just one shot of fireball, maybe two a night, you know, and then I drink a little less beer. So, you know, not, you know, I guess I, I just said I beat my kids. I really don't, but you know, off the oh, fireball it could make happen. No mistake. Ten shots. CPS is not listening to this. RJ, you, you can you can fully admit you beat both children. Um, but no, that's why I, I have was, dogs. Oh, right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I've seen, hey man, I've seen an ass print left on, on the back of that uh, yellow lab, which is kind of hard to imagine considering they have fur. But uh, basically the last time you drank hard liquor would have been the night that me and Germ did acid, correct? Yeah. Yeah. But that honestly, that wasn't, I didn't drink that much. I took one shot at that bar. The problem was, is that we were outside in the sun. I was cooking. I can't even remember. I was cooking something. I, I had like 10 people over and then the neighbors were just handing us Corona. I don't know if you remember, they had a cookout too. And they're like, yeah, nobody drank this. Here you go. Next thing I know, I'm like 16, maybe 18 Miller light and Corona's deep and I'm fucking trash. And then we go to my mom's bar and she serves me a double shot of crown and you guys were like can you drive and i'm like sure and then i take that and then um all i remember pause is pause 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 
I was the only person that could still speak straight. I demanded that we did not drive that car, but I could not stop two grown men uh, from getting in there and driving away. Wasn't about to be left you, in the hood. And you of got Bell in the car. Dude, I have <laughs> never been that scared uh, in my entire life of being of being in the car. And actually, I think you're you're not remembering this correctly. Germ drove us home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Germ drove, and I was in the back seat throwing up. That's right. You were puking out the back window. I was just starting to actually trip balls. Um, if you've never taken acid before, I think the most uncomfortable setting that I could describe to you would maybe be this one. You get the onset of the trip, which is the worst part. And I'm in front of my uncle and aunt at the bar my aunt is working at with two insanely inebriated individuals. Now, that's that part is uncomfortable. The second worst part was being on the freeway on a Friday night in uh, going down whatever road that was, that huge. 65, uh, Ohio River Boulevard. Yes, Ohio River Boulevard is just known for drunks. All right. The, the cops literally. Not only I think that, they it's might... known for accidents, like crazy yes. accidents. Yes. And we had Germ. I swear to God, he was going 90 miles an hour. And I'm sitting in the back seat. Or no, I'm sitting in the front seat trying yeah, to. Front decipher where the road is splitting down the middle now i have done acid like 50 times germ i think he said he'd never done it before is that correct I, he maybe did it once he's not really a psychedelics guy so it's the most retarded thing you can do i got into a car with people who were drunk on new year's eve and it gives me like do you ever get hangover anxiety um i think i'm just used to being hungover so <laughs> Well, hangover anxiety, not not in the in the terms that being hungover gives you anxiety. I'm talking about like as you're going. Oh, through you the mean day, the night feel... before? Yeah, no, yes. no, dude, I get too fucked up. I get too fucked up, man. I can't. I just I just keep going, you know. No, 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 no. You're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying the next day when you wake up with that hangover, you're already feeling shitty, and then you think back on the things that you did the night before, and you go, I, I might have to stop uh... doing this. Yeah, you know well, I mean? I mean, that's a pretty common thing for me on especially in the summertime on like a Saturday, like if I wake up Sunday, and I feel like my face is glued to the pillow, I just know I'm gonna have like probably around 17 regrets. So it's kind of just the way it is. I, I mean, dude, I normally start like grilling, on, like if I'm gonna have people over, dude, I will turn the grill on at like 9am. And I will smoke meat until two. And I'm probably cracking my first beer before 10. And it's hot as fuck out. And I just keep killing them. So, you know, I'm dehydrated. I mean, dude, I, I can't even tell you like how I guess. Yeah, I do. I have insane hangover anxiety to say the least. Yeah, it's it's really probably my least favorite part of it. I just thought of that for the first time, because obviously I've drank with you a hundred times now, but I just noticed you never mix in a water, which is I'll just I mean, that's just insanely asinine is the word. Oh, I, I know. Use. I know. It's, it's so, so what, dumb. What I still that? You, you feel shitty though. Like right when you, when you have the fourth beer and it's all you've had to drink in the past two hours, why not just the water feels like a cascading bliss of, of angel come just down your throat. Uh, when you drink it after you've been thirsty, especially after drinking. And I just don't understand. Like I met this guy when I worked at a factory, right? He's like 35 years old, degenerate douchebag loser. Um, I can't even remember his name. I blocked this guy's contact and his image out of my mind. But he actually said once he doesn't drink water. Like he said he doesn't like water. He would rather have Mountain Dew or Pepsi or something like that. And I don't get it i understand how some people want to have you know a beer with dinner or soda with dinner instead of water but i don't understand not drinking water for over an hour i i must kill three gallons of this shit a day that dude is probably spitting major rocks out of his dick hole dude i mean geez, well, i am i am I'm, I'm spitting major rocks out of my dick hole that's the name of the episode um, but it's not, it's not fair that you not only drink more than me, you drink no water and you didn't get stones, but I did. What the fuck, man? That's not fair. Well, I, I mean, like I do during the day, I drink a lot of water. Like when I wake up most of the time, I can't sleep through the night when I get that fucked up. 
So around three, 4 a.m., depending on what time I went to bed, normally only fall asleep for about three hours. And then all the alcohol is now like I'm coming down. So the first thing I do is I normally keep that liquid IV handy and I just fucking water bottle it, you know, and just shake it up and just down the entire thing. I normally wake up. All right. You know, I didn't know you could drink liquid IV. I'm a moron. I thought liquid IV was actually like you had to use it as an IV. Well, no, I mean, there is like, if you go to Vegas and like other party spots like that, there'll be like these RVs outside. And what they do is, is it's like, you know, certified nurses, they'll give you like IV fluids, but there is like, it's like the one like Joe Rogan. I don't know if you listen to his podcast as much anymore, but he, you know, sponsors them or they sponsor him and the ad read, it's like liquid IV. And all it is, is it's just like a little powder in a, and you know, just like a small little skinny thing. And you just dump it into a water bottle. And it's like the, so one of those will make three water bottles, like compared, you know what I mean? Like it's like drinking three waters. So I, gotta I try that out. That. yeah, I just grabbed some more at Walmart, not even an hour ago. Cause I love that shit. I, uh, you know, like we've talked about on the show before, your mom, my aunt, when I lived with her, actually used to get pissed about how much water I would drink. And I'm, oh, I'm going to have to do, whale, dude. dude, it's, it's affects my sleep. I have to wake up and pee at least every two hours, you know? Yeah. Thanks for the piss jug you left. <laughs> if you're not, I still find that so funny. I still find that so funny. Dude, it's one of the it's one of the funniest things. Because have you ever seen that episode of Trailer Park Boys where Ricky starts using piss jugs? No, I don't. I've never watched that show. Oh, you're missing out, dude. RJ, you would love that show. But uh, anyway, Ricky, he's like this guy. He's always he's homeless half the time. He just doesn't know how to make anything work. Always getting arrested. One of the main characters on the show, and he starts using piss jugs because he's like living in his car. And at the time I was using bottles and I go, oh my God, the jug, the jug has way less spillage, uh, you know, chances. You can get more in there and it's way funnier. Like you leave a bottle of piss somewhere. Somebody's like, oh, gross. If you have a jug, a jug that was stored, where was it again? I can't remember where it was. Remember how my game room had the, that big uh, double seated like fucking recliner yeah it was behind that <laughs> oh christ i mean how old do we think it was do we have a timeline here oh uh, you know i think i found it within like a month of you leaving Not that bad. is one of the that is one of the nice things about um living in a studio maybe the only nice thing is the bathroom is six feet away from where i'm sleeping instead of having oh, to go dude, downstairs you piss dog, you're a piece of shit dude now you're absolutely fucking... now now there's no excuse you might as well live in a trailer dude the only difference is just actually getting up and then when you're half asleep you can't you can't be using the piss jug the piss bottle inside the bed that's too risky you could ruin the entire mattress god knows i don't want to have to buy another one of these fucking things not to mention if you're if you're half asleep you're not fucked dude because that's the one thing that drives me crazy matt comes up to our bed and then if he has an accident, it's like, dude, I'm just awake because now you got to clean it up and, and you're, you're fucked, dude. Like if I'm half asleep and then that shit happens and I got to get up, I'm awake, bro. And I'm, I'm pretty much ready to jump out the window at that point. Damn, dude. I, I am not going to be able to have a kid. Like these are things I don't even think about that would ruin my life. Like I just, maybe at some point I will not feel this way, but holy fuck. Like that is, that is the last thing i want is to be waking up i get pissed at people for walking down the stairs uh too early over here it's like what fucking get, get a get a degenerate uh job where you can sleep i gotta be honest i love your fucking hatred for just normal things you'll be yes. like dude can you believe this guy was revving his car dude it's two in the afternoon ruining my okay fucking, my, my nap you know it's like why is he going to do it why are I'm there joking. people out here working at 11 huh I'm joking about the stairs thing. These are very old, shitty stairs. So it sounds like someone's dropping a bag of concrete every time they take a step. That's okay. That's whatever. Like, I don't even care if people run down the stairs, wakes me up every time. But hey, if you got to go, you got to go. There's fucking no reason to be revving your engine in the parking lot. You deserve to have your car keyed. Like, I think the only reason I haven't done that 
is because um, you, like easily there could be a car camera. Otherwise, I think I would have slashed that fucker's tires. I hate that dude. Um, I asked somebody to turn their music down once and they pulled, they tried to pull their gun on me and his fat girlfriend had to hop across the front seat to stop him from shooting me. So I've been trying to be more careful with that. He wasn't going to do that. Come on. You know, shoot somebody over fucking telling them to turn their music down. See, that's the point. It's so funny. You're at polar opposites. You quit fucking telling people to turn their music down. Hey, get a white trash. Quit fucking shooting people over someone telling you to turn your music down see uh, look look i i get what you're saying but also my thing would be why why are you allowed to blast your music if my apartment is 10 feet away from where you are why should i have to listen to a song that i don't even i've never heard i don't like and i can't even listen to it because it's blaring through your windows so all i just hear is and it's like dude i it makes me literally want to hurt the person i'm not even fucking kidding yes but do you understand what i'm saying though look where you live you can't expect anything more it's like the same thing how you were in ambridge it's like you live in ambridge in a fucking duplex and so and you lift you live next to these ghetto fucking people and they do shit like that you just kind of have to expect it you know, I don't, and I don't, whenever I don't you, think whenever you come at them, they're just going to automatically go, oh, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want because they don't think properly. That's why I said you just don't fit in with that. You know, like you were raised in the suburbs, but now it's like you're kind of forced to like live in these like shitty kind of like, I mean, it's a nice place, but I mean, it's not in a good area. No. Am I right? Like, no, you have you have that backwards. It's a nice area, shitty place. Oh. Well, I thought you said there's like meth heads outside and shit. People smoking crack everywhere and whatnot. Homeless there people. is, but I mean, Phoenix is getting so bad that the pockets where it's not, it's not unsafe to walk outside. That's like the good parts now. And so d during the day, I really, I really don't have any problems during the day. It's at night where it starts to get sketchy everywhere. But Phoenix is getting to the point where you're getting like harassed walking into a gas station at noon on a Tuesday, you know? What, for spare change? No, they're always asking for blues. That's what they, I mean, I'm sure they do that out in Pittsburgh too. It's for the fucking. Oh, no. I mean, I, honestly, I can't remember the last time I seen a homeless person, but I don't, I don't go to the city. So it's also, I mean, you can't, you, you'll die if you're homeless out there in the winter out here. You can, you can make it work, you know? Fuck yeah, dude. That's insane though. That heat's got to be fucking awful. Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying this right now because it's, generally cold outside but as soon as we get to april it starts getting fucked up and then july june and july are so shit dude i've i've got to have my license and car this summer i can't do it again yeah what's up i thought you were getting a free car man i have one i have one right now uh grandma shirley she's giving me hers because she can't see anymore she she can't see like she has to have cataract surgery, but she can't afford it yet. And the um, the glasses they gave her prescription glasses don't work, but she thinks it's safer to drive instead of take an Uber. This hmm. is folks, this is the point we are, where we're at with the boomers. And I just I don't even know what to do about that. I think we could maybe try and get her like a scooter or something, but that that might look a little ridiculous. Oh, she'd never do oh, that. She'd wow. never, she'd never ride a, a scooter, bro. The problem, here's the problem for older people, really, is that they all retired a little bit too early, I think. Um, I think that I, you see a lot more people nowadays that are going to be working until they're really old. And the biggest problem in life, I think we can all relate to this from the pandemic, is boredom. Like boredom will trigger you into whatever your vice is. 10 times more than it would for something like stress, just in my opinion. I mean, the times where I have been laid off or fired from a job and it took a long time to find a new one, that's the most dangerously low point my mental health has ever been. And I just, uh, you know, you got to be able to rationalize these things like driving versus taking an Uber. So my, yeah. I think, uh, I think I'll probably end up working till I'm dead you know, until I'm a greeter at Walmart and I just have a heart attack or stroke, 
on on the clock. But maybe there is something good about that as opposed to just sitting and and waiting to be done here. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you you're not. I would say you maybe last till about sixty three. So well, I gotta stop drinking. Even... I, I gotta stop drinking. That's that's see that's what's going to if if we both keep going down this path, our livers they literally they turn into liquid. So uh, we got to We got to get this figured out. I don't know if maybe you, you want to try yoga or I've been drawing, dude. I could teach you a lot about drawing or prayer. Dude, I am the most non-artistic person you will ever meet. I'm horrible, nor do I have an interest. I'll go with yoga, dude. I'd rather be a fag. No, I, I definitely say you're on the spectrum. Oh, you said artistic. I, oh, I got mm. you. Okay. okay um it runs in the family dude why do you think neither of us make the money they all do we're fucking autistic come on Get it might it. be it might be that but then there's also the autistic people who are savants and it's usually for something that you can use for success i think you and i might just be uh we might just have addiction issues where a lot of other people in our family just somehow miss that gene that is a real lucky roll of the dice to to miss that you know Right, dude. Jesus Christ. Either that or they just figured out how to do it and be, you know, an alcoholic. I mean, I feel like pretty much our entire family drinks. Somewhat, yeah, but right? I mean, if you're not, I always thought that, that that rule about 14 drinks that makes you an alcoholic, that's bullshit. I could see that over 14 drinks a week is unhealthy. I Sure, I get you. But as far as being an alcoholic, like people have 14 drinks on the weekend. You know, that's just where we're, it's just kind of part of the culture now. Dude, in NFL Sunday, 14 drinks is the 430 game. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Dude, I mean, think about, uh, they were talking about that on Dirty Sports. And I thought that was so funny. They, they have the late window game in Philadelphia, Giants versus Eagles. I think that's, is that today? Yes. Anyway, they um, they're going to have just so many hours of tailgating and drinking that somebody might somebody might die out there and it's not going to be on the field. This time, somebody's heart is going to stop in the crowd and uh, fuck knows they're not getting them resuscitated quick enough. And if you know anything about people in in Pittsburgh, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in general, their heart is not restarting. There's so much cheese and beer and uh, <laughs> depression <laughs> clogged up in there that if it stops, you're not an electric shock is not going through there. You know what I mean? See, um, I'm kind of the thing. Like, I like the Burt Kreischer thing. Like, I'd rather like do everything else so that I can drink. Like, I'd rather be as healthy as I possibly can. Like, with everything else, exercise, food you know, getting enough water and whatnot and still be able to drink. Maybe just not as much. Look, man, I don't know if carrying dog food up a flight of steps 30 times a day and then eating sheets five times a week counts as doing healthy things outside of drinking. But hey, that's that's again, like that's the culture out there. That's that's fine. Exactly. Um, proud of it. Speaking of the addiction thing, you, you, uh, me and your wife got into an argument about this while I was on acid. And it was one of the worst moments of my life. Cause looking back on it, I was being such a prick, but tripping balls incredibly hard. Um, I was saying yeah. that you need, you need to try psychedelic mushrooms. And she was like, absolutely not. If you give him those, I'm going to be so fucking mad at you. And then, you know, it's, it's two sides of a argument where we were just never going to agree. And so I do feel bad about that, but I'll stick to my point here. I got a news story about uh, psychedelic mushrooms potentially becoming legal for uh, medical purposes in Arizona. So I'll go ahead and just read this real quick and then get your thoughts. This is from AZ Central on Instagram. Arizona would spend $30 million to research psychedelic mushrooms as a treatment uh, for a host of medical conditions under a bipartisan proposal at the state capitol. House Bill 2486 is, a, is groundbreaking, not only because it would allow for such research, but also because it would lead to peer-reviewed research on the effects of natural psilocybin mushrooms, rather than a synthetic version of the drug commonly used in such studies at this time. 
Um, psilocybin is the psychoactive compound found in many species of mushrooms that people use recreationally and increasingly medically. It is a Schedule One substance under the Controlled Substances Act, which means the Drug Enforcement Administration currently does not recognize any medical uses for it. The bill uh, is among a wave of similar proposals and actions across the country as states open the door to treating people with psilocybin and, and investigating its potential to help with conditions, including post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, anxiety, OCD, and addiction. Um, so right off the bat, I want to talk about what relates to that. I was listening to a, one of Rogan's podcasts last night with Duncan Trussell. Those are great episodes. They just do three and a half hours of just random trippy shit. And they, of course, got to talking about psychedelics. And it's one of the most obvious points ever. But I just really, I think it needs to be said and people need to think about it this way. The people who are giving you the medication, who are advocating for things like Zoloft or Wellbutrin, uh, Lexapro, those sorts of things, they have never tried psychedelics in their fucking lives. The pe many people who are advocates of this thing, of these drugs and not even doctors who are taking antidepressants and stuff like that are also advocates of it who have never tried psilocybin, LSD, ayahuasca, DMT, any of that shit. So how the fuck, if you're somebody who's looking through these different options, are you just taking that right off the table because of the Family Guy episode you saw in 2011 where Brian freaks out on a handful of mushrooms? That's idiotic. And if it doesn't change soon on the course we are going down, we are fucked. We're already fucked mental health wise. We have a little bit of time to reverse it before this gets completely out of control. Um, so I guess my question to you would be, would it be something you're willing to try to try and maybe, you know, lower the amount of drinks you might, you might take this and realize, I don't know why I felt like I had to have 14 beers and no waters on a Sunday. Is that something you would consider? Right. Yeah, no. I. So what do you, I've always heard about microdosing because I just, that would be something I'd be interested first in microdosing before actually tripping. You know what I'm saying? Microdosing like, is the shit, dude. It feels like being high on weed with none of the negative effects. Well, like, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, of course you have to remember him. That Scott dude that you used to get the bud from. who's was like mm -hmm. Alicia's uncle or whatever. Like, yeah. He, his, I don't know if it's his mom or something. I just remember him talking about her having like insane fucking mental health issues and her microdosing and just changing so much. I, I'd be, I'd be down for it, but I, I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't trust anything you can get from the government. I feel like they're going to fuck with it, you know? Yeah, but I mean, that would be like saying, uh, you know, you fuck with Adderall and you used to fuck with weed. I'm sure if you were going to smoke weed again, you would rather have something that you're oh, yeah, sure you're is clean, that. right? Mm -hmm. um, as far as it coming from the government, yes, I, I get what you're saying, but I think these things have been tried and researched throughout human history so much more than something like antidepressants that we've pretty much got on lock here what they do for people in general. Uh, I mean, people Dude. have been taking mushrooms since people were a thing. That's what I'm saying. Like there's like ancient, what do they call them? Hieroglyphs or whatever showing mushrooms. I mean, there's all different types. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's probably some shit in the fucking Bible about it. Like, I mean, eating things like that, that give you like some sort of psychedelic fucking experience. I, I, I mean, it's here. It's got to it's be here for a reason. And I'm sure people back in ancient times used them. And I mean, they're probably a lot less piece of shit than we are, you know? <laughs> well, well, they definitely, they weren't. They were like, you know, killing people for God and stuff. Make no mistake, mushrooms, if you were living in the times of, I don't you know, biblical times, something like that, and you were doing mushrooms, you would probably believe that you were on another level than everyone else and just think you had access to the the next realm it really it, it's not that it's just something to do with your consciousness it's like a sixth sense i don't think back then they could use it the way that we use it now because now we have a general idea a general idea of what's going on in the world 
And so you can use mushrooms to, for things on yourself. So if I were you, the next time I hear about a, a reputable source in uh, Pennsylvania having some of that stuff, I would just buy $20 worth and I can show you how to microdose. Um, I guarantee you that once you do microdose, you will want to try the full trip. And so if you have $20 worth, that's usually two grams, um, you know, do a few micro microdoses with some of it and then take a full gram. I, I'm saying this to RJ right now, but truly I'm, I'm saying it to anybody that's listening. If you're struggling with mental health stuff, this is the way to go. It's the, it's the great reset, you know? Yeah, um, I would definitely I think it would benefit a lot of people. I just think that unfortunately, like when it comes to be voted on, you're just going to have all these Republicans like with that exactly what you said, like that family guy reference or just whatever, just thinking that people are just going to eat like seven grams and go jump around butt naked and fucking town hall or whatever the fuck and just be making fools of themselves because that's what people think. You know what I mean? People don't yeah. look into it. You know what I mean? Like especially like I mean, like, again, Republican fucking Catholic dad and shit you know what i mean stuff like that definitely definitely i you know my mom i consider her to be i would say three times as smart as me but if you asked her is there any difference between pcp and lsd she'd be like i don't i don't think so they both sound like they make you want to eat someone's face and it's just it's frustrating because and i don't think she would care if i talked about this but my mom is someone who uh had to find that right combination of of medication to beat depression and anxiety and i just always wanted her to try it and knew she never would it's like i think i've said that made this comparison on the podcast before but let's say your favorite food is steak and you somehow meet someone who has never tried steak in their life you go to your favorite steak place you've got it right in front of their face um you know the smell that it looks like perfect whoever seared it up did it perfectly and they won't eat it and you're just like <laughs> they won't eat it and on top of that they're going god you know i wish there was something like a hamburger that's maybe a little bit higher quality comes from the same animal and just tastes overall better with a different type of texture just overall better and you're going no i have it i have it. it's right here this is it this is a steak dude and you're cutting it open and showing them how juicy it is. And they're going, I don't, I don't know. I heard that gives you like clogs your arteries. I heard, you know, too, steak is bad for your blood. And you're just like, oh, fuck, dude. Like if you just went and, and looked for five seconds on the internet and actually looked at something besides the goddamn FDA website or dare.com, uh, you're going to find right. out that these things have a human history of helping people um so that would be dude that would be so awesome if i can find a way to somehow afford a trip back there and we can do some mushrooms together um dude i haven't tripped in a full year now so have you heard about any of that stuff going on out there Crazy. is it because of shortage out there or because you just haven't felt like doing it i always kind of feel like doing it because i know i'm going to be able to handle it um and there is no acid. Somehow there's no acid, which I like a lot better than uh, mushrooms. For, for anybody that's thinking, oh God, he's, he's getting back into drugs, he's going to die. No, I have made the decision that I will test everything from now on. You get seven tests for $14 on Amazon now. So um, definitely, you know, even if it's mushrooms, you definitely just take a little bit and see if there's any fentanyl sprinkled on there. But it has sucked. This is the longest I've ever gone without tripping uh, since I was maybe 15. And it feels weird. I feel like I'm sort of out of touch with things. Um, I definitely need to need to trip again soon. Ch Chance the Rapper has that great line. Damn that acid burn when it clean ya. Because that's it's really like you're putting... Uh, antiseptic and a wound and it's just like it's pretty uncomfortable but then when you get to the peak of it it's like your brain having an orgasm you know what i mean yeah no i i wouldn't know but i'm sure it's pretty dope i just my anxiety i have like anxiety my myself and i feel like i just like think too much that would be the hardest part i would have to do it with somebody like you yeah yeah 
I'm the ultimate, I'm the ultimate uh, trip sitter, I guess you could call it. Anybody that's coming out to Arizona, if you want to sneak a little something, something on that airplane and be very careful, follow Joey's TSA tips to bring drug on an airplane. Um, if you can do that, you definitely come out here. I'll show you a good time. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, maybe, dude, maybe you want to try, maybe you want to try some Xanax. There's, you know, there's a lot of research that says Xanax is, is not bad for you. I mean, doctors prescribe that and they don't prescribe acid. So if you're, you know, really stressed out or you have anxiety, maybe you should definitely pop a few beans and that might fix your life. Oh yeah, dude. Get it from your best friend, test it and realize it's half fentanyl and your friend was trying to kill you. Oh, I, I've taken Xanax before and I've literally felt my heartbeat go for, you know, if the standard heartbeat is doop, 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 my heart would just go doop, 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 doop. like it had no idea what was going on. Uh, when I used to buy Xanax in college, when I lived in South Dakota, this guy would just not even, I hate when drug dealers don't present their drugs nicely. All right. I get it. It's not fucking target. But it's also, I don't want to feel like I'm buying heroin, you know? Don't smash it into a bag. Don't take videos on Snapchat of you rolling it around in your disgusting, dirt-filled fingers and then put it in a Ziploc bag in your pocket for nine hours so it's all crushed up when I get it. If you're going to kill people with fentanyl, I want it wrapped nicely and I want it handed to me in a way that I feel like I've made the right purchase. It's respectable. You heard it. You heard it here. First, folks, uh, you should definitely um, for your delivery job, I think you should start trafficking drugs. Is that something that you would be interested in? Yeah. Hit me up. Anyone in PA that's listening to this. <laughs> Dude, I would there, never fuck. Yeah, I, I know we, we've had some real horror stories with you and drug dealers, but um, we're running, oh, we're running out of time here. Like I said, it was going to be a short one. I think that was a good episode. I'm sorry that I talked for most of it. Um, it's, it's basically my Friday. So excited. Oh, okay. So what, you're, you're off the next two then? Yep, off the next two. I'm going to be working overtime now, which is going to suck. But I just finished. Uh, I think I finally just polished the joke I want to do for stand-up. So I'm thinking about doing that on my birthday. I'm supposed to have the day off. Um, so if anyone's in Phoenix, definitely I'll hit you up. Hit me up first and I'll let you know where it's going to be at. But I think this is finally going to go down and I wish I could record it. I was telling everybody. Oh, my God, you have them. to find a way to record it, dude. I need to hear it. It's, How the fuck are like, we going to get that done? That's so fucking dope. What You for sure have like something scheduled or what? Well, it's, you know, open mics in Phoenix. There are so many that they have a website you can go to and it'll show you uh, which which place has open spots they're trying to fill. And it might be in front of three people at a bar that are turned away from you. But, you know, the point really is just getting practice. I wouldn't be able to film it with video, but I definitely maybe I could get somebody to record the audio secretly. That's what I know. you. Can, I mean, I didn't mean like film it, but I'm just saying like, I just want to hear it, you know? Yeah. I feel like that'd be cool. And then put it out as like a little podcast you know, peace or something. That'd be cool. Maybe we'll do that. All right. That's uh, we're going to run out of time in less than 10 seconds here. So love you, RJ. Thank you for being on the show and everybody. I hope you have a good fucking week, man.